0: Not Nobel Prize. There are no Nobel Prizes today. There are just no Bells today. We're going to talk about Matt Ryan. He's an expensive problem. He's revealed himself to be a problem. He himself is a problem. The offensive line's a bit of a problem, too, but Matt Ryan, he's a problem. We're going to talk about one play and one missed call that sent this game yesterday, the 19-10 loss to the Tennessee Titans completely off the rails. If not for this missed call, things would have been different in this game. That's the way football works. Football's really interesting. You can't get to, like, M before you get to L. This is an A, B, C, D, all the way to Z thing at the end of the fourth quarter, and you can't skip a letter. And one letter can send you completely off the alphabet into a different direction, and that's what happened yesterday. We're also going to talk about Indiana football. Indiana football completely off the rails, and I don't know what you do about it. Pacers got to win Saturday night. They've got another game tonight. Zion Williamson got hurt again. Go figure. This is Breakfast with Kent for Monday, October twenty fourth, two 2022, brought to you by the great people at BUSR. Go to busr.com slash kent. Make an initial deposit, and you get a 150% signing bonus worth up to $2,500 in free play. How about that? BUSR.com slash Kent. Subscribe, like, get the bell ringing thing so every time we go live, you get an alert. And if you want to make a donation, make a donation. And if you make a donation, I'll see what you write, and we'll read what you write. It's what we do. The prize egg, back in action this week. For subscribers and people who like the videos, you want what's in the prize egg? A great piece of sports memorabilia? Go and subscribe immediately. Like the video immediately. Let's talk about sports. Let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Matt Ryan is expensive, as starting quarterbacks tend to be. And to move on from Matt Reich is going to be expensive, as changing quarterbacks tends to be. And this is what has happened with the Colts again and again and again and again. Every single year, from 2017 through 2022, a new quarterback to start the season. Scott Tolzien in 17 was the starting quarterback because Andrew Luck couldn't go and Jacoby Brissett wasn't ready. In 18, it was Andrew Luck. In 19, it was Jacoby Brissett. 20, Phillip Rivers. 21, Carson Wentz. 22, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, they brought over from the Falcons, the Colts did, for a third-round pick, and they took on his contract, and that contract was restructured. Here's what it costs to move on from Matt Ryan, which seems to be something that's going to be considered, right? It may not be adopted, but it's going to be considered it costs this to release him it costs 18 million dollars uh against the cap uh you save 17 million you trade him uh that's a 6 million dollar cap hit assuming you don't take on some of the salary you save 29 million dollars uh to keep him 35 million in cap space all right that that's a lot of cabbage For Matt Ryan. We saw yesterday what happens occasionally with Matt Ryan. Another two picks. That's a total of nine for the season. The previous two seasons, you had Phillip Rivers at seven, Carson Wentz at seven. This year, through uh, seven games, you got Matt Ryan with nine. That ain't good. And and here's what happened. Here was the play that completely determined the course of the game. And it, it wasn't innocuous in the moment, but nobody thought that in the moment... The non-call of Naheem Hines being face-masked, which was patently obvious. Like, people don't run and then jerk their head around. That's not a natural movement. So when you see a head spin on its axis, like Linda Blair in The Exorcist, you say, whoa, whoa. That is not a natural act and was likely caused by a defensive player's hand either being caught in the face mask or grabbing the face mask and yanking it. Should have been a 15-yard penalty. So here's where it was. Naheem Hines runs for minus two yards on first down at the Titans, 26. So they're already in field goal range. Obvious face mask goes uncalled. The result should have been first and 10 at the Titans, 13 after... Half the distance to the goal is assessed, right? Instead, it's 2nd and twelve at the 28 because Reich argues the no call. And there's another layer to this. Reich, according to Reich in the postgame comments, argues the no call. He gets the call for the following play in late to Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan sees that he needs to check out of it, but he doesn't have time to be able to do it. So he runs the call, the play as called. The pass to Campbell at the 24 is picked off, returned by Andrew Adams for a touchdown. It's 10 nothing instead of what would have been, at worst, three to three. That is a 10 point difference in the game, and the difference in the game was nine points in favor of the Titans. That is how games can completely unspool and run differently than it would have otherwise. The one no-call set up the play of the game imme- that immediately followed the, the no-call and cost the Colts this game. Now, there were other reasons that the Colts lost this game, including the following interception. But the one of the problems that exists with Frank Reich as the guy calling the plays is that this kind of thing can happen. When a head coach needs to do two things at once, usually one of those things isn't done terribly well. And that's what happened in this case. Frank Reich needed to argue with the official, and you need to do that. You need to point out erroneous calls to officials. You have to do it. Or those calls tend to pile up. You got to get in an official's ear and let them know that fairness is in question so that maybe as the game goes on, fairness is asserted. Right, That's how coaches work it. You can't do that and send the call in. You can't do both simultaneously. And so choosing one instead of the other subverts the quality of the other. And that's what happened in this case. So Matt Ryan isn't able to check out because the play clock has dwindled to a point where he can't do that or he feels like he can't do it. They run the play as called. He throws the pick six, and the game changes. And, and it really changed, right? Because the, the Titans didn't get in the end zone all day long. The Colts scored a touchdown offensively. Titans never did. That defense was really good for the Colts yesterday. Really good. Giving up only 19 points, and the game was really kind of salted away by the time Derrick Henry got to 100 yards. This is a really good effort by Grover Stewart and Bobby Okereke. That defense played. Stephon Gilmore, really, really good again. Uh, the uh, Bad things. The Titans had the worst pass defense in the NFL going into that game in terms of measured by net yards per attempt against. The Colts yesterday, and that's 7.4 net yards per attempt against. The Colts averaged 5.1 yards per attempt raw on 44 passes that just can't happen that that's awful uh Reich said this about Mike Vrabel Titans don't beat themselves that's what uh, that's their whole mo the saying is you're not going to win until you learn how not to lose why is Frank Reich not been able to teach that in almost five years at a level better than Matt uh Mike Vrabel why That's an important consideration as Jimmer saying Chris Ballard evaluate Frank Reich moving into the 2023 season. Uh, How about Austin Hooper? You talk about one play change in a game. Austin Hooper, with the ball that goes off his helmet, it caroms right into his hands. That was a third and six with 532 left on the Titans 44. If that ball falls to the turf, the Colts get the ball back, likely deep in their own territory, somewhere around the 20, 80 yards to go with about five minutes left. And and the game still in the balance. The field goal had not been kicked at that point. It was still 16-10. to 10. If Hooper doesn't get the happy carom off his hat and, and catch the ball, you know what? The Colts might have won that game. So the Colts are 3-3-1. Three, three the season isn't over. But the next two games, and this is where it's kind of good, all right, the next two games are uh, at home against Washington and then at the Patriots. Patriots aren't that great. The Titans go up against the Texans in Houston this week, and then they are at Kansas City the following week. So things are still there for the Colts, They, and then it gets really tough for the Colts. But we're worried about it just like the team is. We're worried about it week to week. We're not worried about, look, they got 10 games left, and seven of them are against really good teams. Don't go there. Don't look for reasons to lose hope at this point. They're 3-3-1. They're a game and a half out. They've got a bye week, so they're going to pick up the half game maybe if the Titans lose that week. Let's just say they're a game out. All right? Let's say that. Well, wait a minute. They got the tie. It gets complicated, Regardless, this is a team that is uh, in a position where fans, you and me, we should just be looking for a reason to continue to hope week after week that the uh, the light we see at the end of the tunnel isn't an oncoming train. That's where that's where our heads should be. okay, So let's go there. At the Texans, which is going to be tough because Lovey Smith is a badass coach, and at the Chiefs, Titans could lose those two games. If they do, they go to four and four. If all the Colts have to do the next two games is split, and they're four, four, and one, and you're tied atop the AFC South. Let's just think of it that way. I know it's a fool's paradise. Hope is a fool's paradise. That's fine. That doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt our brains to hope. This isn't like hoping you can make a mortgage payment. This is hoping a football team is relevant as we get into the, the meat of, of November. It's frivolous. It's fun. Let's take a deep breath and, you know, welcome hope into our lungs. you? Uh, they want, oh, hey, uh, you know what? Positives and negatives, let's do that for a second. No new injuries, that's a positive Defense has come together. That's a positive. Negative, no offensive DNA at all. Uh, Ryan turnovers are absolutely catastrophic for this team. Uh, Pressure against Matt Ryan. And then Brandon Faison, that that pass interference led to a field goal directly. Can't have it. You can't have a cornerback pull that kind of crap. And it was a dead-on correct pass interference call. Indiana loses to Rutgers. First time Rutgers had won at Rutgers, a Big Ten game, since 2017. The longest home losing streak, conference home losing streak, in Big Ten history. How about that? I Hoosiers lose that game 24-17. They're 3-5. and five. They've lost five in a row. They're 1-4 in conference. They've got Penn State coming up at Memorial Stadium this Saturday, and then they are at Ohio State the following week or following game. Tom Allen would be in trouble, except that buyout is ridiculously high. And who are you going to get to write that check? Uh, And who are you going to get to take that job who's going to be able to get that program to a higher level? I mean, it's just shuffling duck chairs on the Titanic. Why bother, right? Indiana is what Indiana is. The football team right now is just terrible. Uh, And that's, that's not being judgmental and unpleasant. That's being real. They're not good. They've lost five in a row. You are what your record says you are. And that's like putting makeup on this is not going to make it any any truer, any happier. So we're not going to do that. Pacers at 76ers tonight. Uh, they beat the Pistons Saturday. Halliburton and Matherin, really, really good. The only players with more than 30 minutes on Saturday night. Uh, Matherin with 27, Halliburton with 24. They combined to hit 8 of 14 from downtown. You know what? How about Goga Batanza? He had 14 and 15 against the Pistons the other night. Again, 76ers tonight. They got a shot. You know what? Let's see what happens. I love watching this team because they don't know enough to know when they're beat. They play really well and really hard down the stretch, and that's all we ask. Uh, birthdays, let's celebrate some birthdays. Robert Sickle, Keith Craig McDonald, uh, Bobby Cox, Mark Lauder, the great Mark Lauder, celebrating a birthday, the great Chris Kurtz Olsen, celebrating a birthday. Happy birthday to Chris. Bob Beasley, happy birthday. One of the best engineers of all time in the history of radio. Changed Stone O'Brien, happy birthday. Remember, subscribe and like for a chance to win the memorabilia that is in this prize egg. We've given away previously a Miles Turner autographed jersey, a David West autographed jersey, a Stan Musial jersey, along with a, uh, a book signed by the great Johnny Unitas. That it was signed to me may make it even more special. Later on today, inside Indiana Sports Now, we will share a great conversation with uh, uh, the Colts kicker, which is going to be awesome. Looking forward to, uh, to hearing from him. And what a, a solid job uh, of kicking the, uh, the Colts have been able to do. We'll talk to you later today. Can't wait.